0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Your Sunday Psychics with Rebecca Fisk and Stephanie Gerrard. Um am so happy you guys are all here with us tonight, and, of course, uh, our wonderful, amazing friend and producer, Garrett. Hey, Garrett, thank you so much for being here tonight. Uh, we so appreciate you working on everything behind the scenes for us. How are you doing?
1: I think... We're on our own. I think he's busy. (laughs) I think he is. I think
0: he's screening calls. You know what? I bet he can't. So, so folks, to those of you who are listening live, uh, so Garrett is behind the scenes and actually listens to part of the show, but doesn't really get to listen to the whole show since uh, he is screening all of your calls. If you're waiting to ask a question this evening, uh, he's the person you'll be speaking to uh, before uh, you get into the call queue to
1: ask us a question. So, in the meantime, hi
0: Stephanie, how are you tonight?
1: <laughs> Hi, Rebecca. I'm doing awesome. amazing. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's, uh, you know, I no matter what else is going on in my life, I'm always really happy to be here with you and with Garrett and the listeners. And, uh, you know, I don't think our listeners really know this, but, um, you know, <laughs> Stephanie and I chat a little bit here and there. Uh, not a lot, you know. <laughs> And so when we get on the show, it's kind of like, oh, cool, I get to hang out with my friend now and, and kind of see what's going on. And, you know, both of us are busy. We're talking to clients all the time. We're really grateful. We love what we do. Uh, but it can be kind of a solitary journey doing this kind of work. And so we're. I know, I, you know, I think it's okay for me to speak on your behalf, Stephanie, that We're really, really blessed that we get to do this together. So to have the one evening a week where we actually both get to work together with the clients, it feels wonderful. And, um, you know, we're just super, super happy. And I I just really love this time that we get to to hang out on the show. So anyway, uh,
1: how was your week? (laughs) In which dimension and what chapter?
0: (laughs) I posted you know, the one. Um, uh, yeah, I resembled that remark.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, honey, that's a loaded question. You know, I oh, found I this know. that really cute little one square comic, um, and posted it on Facebook this week. And it's cute because it's this couple. Um, husband is in the recliner, and this, by the way, it looks like a a pencil drawing, just a little you know, one, one square cartoon and he's busy not listening to his wife and she's turned halfway towards him and she's one, you you can't see one leg and she's partially gone. And she turns to him and she says, honey, going into the next dimension, need anything? And I thought, oh my God. (laughs) You know, this is how this is how it's kind of felt this week. So um, it's been interesting. You know how we love this word. Um, (laughs) So one thing, one thing is that this this Scorpio full moon that we had on Monday, I would say it was a humdinger. And, you know, there's the patterns of the moons. you know. With the full moons and the new moons, three days before, three days after, blah, blah, blah. And this one was just flipping intense. And you know me, I like to go into these things. And so the first question is, well, honestly, which which full moon is not intense? I think they're all intense. But this one with Scorpio, so Scorpio is a water sign. And the water signs represent our emotions. And the more research I did on it, because I thought, you know, (laughs) look, Rebecca and I, we do this all the time, every day, 24 seven. Why does this feel like a foreign language this time around? And Mm -hmm. um, so what I what I learned So in in my connections that I have, I talked with a couple of astrologers, and the the bottom line message was this, you know, with it being Scorpio. So we think about the scorpion, and still waters run deep, and the definition of Scorpio in general is, you know, takes a long time to get to know them. Again, water sign, um, very emotional, and then if they decide to let you in, they might let you in, but it's only through the back door. So with this being a full moon in Scorpio, what it has done is it's brought to surface different things, whether it's people from our past, whether it is an energy that we're carrying, that we, you know, it's kind of like the phone call from the universe. Hi, remember this one? Okay, we're going to put it under a microscope for you. And so some days have felt more intense than other days, but more But then breaking it down further, it's like certain experiences have just simply felt intense. Yet the things, this is what I was watching with my own self. Because we do what we do, you know, Rebecca and I are, we need to be diligent and we are as diligent as we can be about keeping ourselves centered, keeping ourselves in a place where we're balanced maybe where we can at least address the trigger in this particular moment in time, identify it, work through it, release it, whatever we need to do. So I found myself experiencing some of these triggers and what it led me to was the bottom line is that it wasn't my story. And there was something about this phrase. There was something about this phrase and it's like, oh, And, with the tagline of and, because the word but, I mean, that throws everything out the window. It circles it back to the beginning, and then we get to do it again. When we use, and it cancels everything we just said. However, when we connect it with the word and, that we can get from the beginning to the end. So I would be (laughs) either grumbling to myself or maybe talking with someone about it and just say and... It's not my story. And so when I, when that was feeling like really clear to the point where I can like feel it, I'm feeling it in my body. Okay, that's their story. It's not my story. Then it actually helped me to shift the energies over into a place of, and I can ask the universe, God, creator, to send this person love. Love's the strongest energy on the planet. Mm -hmm. It shifts people's energies. It clears people's energies. It's something that we can do for one another, which is of high integrity. And, And this way it keeps it clean on both sides. But it was very empowering for me to just think to myself, okay, and That's their story, and I'm living my story, and how beautiful is that? Now, this might sound all bubblegum and everything to some people, but it's very empowering because then it naturally automatically sets this thing called boundaries. And like I've talked about before in this show, there's something beautiful about that because it's an honoring between humans, It's like, okay, this is your story. I honor you for the journey that you're on. Well, maybe you have some lessons and challenges, and well, maybe you don't. I honor you. I'm sending you love. A lot of people, you know, they say that term, namaste. You know, the God in me sees the God in you. And I think that's a beautiful thing. So that being said, that's where this week has been. And then last evening, it ended on a really fun high note Um, I went out to dinner with three of my friends here in Anchorage and um, it was one of the ladies birthday and we just honestly had the best time and we were all ready for fun it had been quite the week for everybody so that's the other thing when we remind ourselves you know what we're not alone on this journey we're not the only ones going through this and it's okay at times to just let her hair down and just say, okay, all right, we're going to have fun. So last night we were authentically in our moments, just having fun, just having a good time. The birthday girl brought party hats and party horns. It put <laughs> us way back in the corner, away from everybody, <laughs> kind of, sort of. So we just enjoyed ourselves. Yeah, I don't think we were quiet, but um, afterwards we got to, we went for a drive along the water and took some beautiful pictures of the sunsets. And it's, the nature here is beautiful, like I always say, but it, it felt just very celebratory to be able to just disconnect from the week, enjoy these moments, and laugh and laugh and laugh. It was great. It just was, it was like... Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is lovely. It was fun. It was really fun, Rebecca. It was awesome. fun. How was your week? How was your week? Well, it
0: was, well, it was good, but, you know, I, I wanted to acknowledge, you know, well, first of all, of course, love is the highest vibrational frequency of, every, of everything in the universe, um, but yeah. I love what I'm hearing you say about your story versus somebody else's story, because I used to live my story, and I lived the history of my story. Right. And, you know, I think we do that. We we learn what our parents program us with based on their own fears and their own experiences. And then at some point in adulthood, we have to find the place where we actually decide what we want to keep and what we want to throw away, not because it wasn't good information, but because parents teach what they know, they teach their experience, they teach their fears, because that's all they know how to teach. And mm-hmm. so when we grow into adulthood, then we have to decide, well, who am I really? And can I, do I need to live my life through the perspective of my parents' fears and experiences, or do I want to create a different kind of life for myself based on the experiences that I've had and what I want to experience? And am I choosing to look beyond the fears that they had um, and, and just create my own life. And I think what happens, at least, you know, what I'm discovering is that, you know, yes, there are the sequences of events and, and the things that happen in my life that I could call my story, um, but I also realize that as a detached observer, I get to experience it while I watch the story. And so I'm living mm-hmm. in it, but I'm watching it at the same time. And I know you know what I'm talking about, Stephanie, because because um, mm-hmm. I know you do that too. And that's kind of a lot. I feel like that's a lot of what you're talking about. Um, right. But the thing that I wanted to comment on as well is that you know the way that you're speaking about all of this, you know, I want to acknowledge your level of self love in all of that, and mm-hmm. and what a journey that is. And I, you know, you and I have known each other for several years now, and obviously, you know, we know that we both have been kind of going through this journey of, of self-discovery and who am I and why am I here? And, you know, we kind of went through this, you know, a few years ago.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: before, before we embarked yes. on this journey. Because, you know, it start, at least for us, it started with who am I, why am I here, who is God, what is my purpose? You know, and for the most part people are kind of you know in my experience people are continuing to kind of ask themselves these questions as they go along through life and so you know there's there's quite a different level of self love that's happened here really in both of our lives and it's it's really a liberating experience to to get to say wow i'm watching what's happening and i don't have to engage and it's so freeing and i i'm i'm so happy for you Uh, Because I know what that feels like, too, because I'm I'm experiencing that myself. I've had a couple of experiences like that this week as well. And it's been very interesting um, watching scenarios unfold or situations unfold where in the past I know I would have become very off balance or I would have had quite an emotional reaction. And I'm watching myself go, well, huh okay, that's interesting. What do I want to do with that? I don't know. I don't, I don't think I want to do anything right now. I don't, I don't know what to do with that. So I'm just going to leave it over there and I'm going to keep living my life. And if I feel like I need to go back and do something about it, I will. But if it's not something that's really impacting me, I don't know that I need to do anything about it, even though I can honestly say, you know, a couple of years ago, I would have been totally bent out of shape or I would have been, you know, crying or whatever. And now I'm like, oh, that's, that's, To to use our favorite word, isn't that interesting? (laughs) Um, So, I definitely have had that experience myself this week, and um, it's kind of surprising to me because I know that when we got to the full moon, wow, what intensity! It was really, uh, you know, super intense, and you know, started a couple days before, lasted a couple days after, and and then the last few days have been much more about okay. I can feel that I'm in my body. What do I need to pay attention to today? Uh, how am I showing up? I mean, just really a different perspective on my level of being present with myself. And um, it feels good. It, it, I, I have to say, in some ways, it, it feels a little odd <laughs> because it, it's just like, okay. You know, it's kind of like when you've had a lot of noise going on. Or oh, Actually, I have a better example. When you've been on a road trip, and you've been driving on the freeway for hours and hours and hours, and you finally get to your destination, you think, oh, I'm so tired. I just want to lay down and go to sleep. Well, you know, you unpack the car, and you go in the house, and you go and settle down, and you think, okay, now I'm going to go to sleep. And it's like you try to lay down, and you still hear the, the road noise in your ears. You can't, like you can't, you're not used to the quiet. And so it's like the quiet itself becomes the noise almost. And so I've had moments this week where it's like, wow, I feel really peaceful. And it feels really good. But it's like, you know, I remember my teacher in grade school saying, listen to the quiet. And it's like, wow, yeah, it's really kind of intense right now. But it's very peaceful. So it, it's, I do feel like this whole thing we've talked about a few times. Uh, in previous shows, this whole thing with this vibrational shift that's occurring, uh, I feel like this is part of our indoctrination, if you will. And uh, it's it's been interesting, too, just talking to clients and, you know, finding out about what's going on with them as well. It's a very, very interesting time. And, and it, it, sometimes I feel like I'm feeling this incredibly intense energy, but it's... But it's it's surrounded by peace. It's just this interesting experience that I haven't really felt before. Does, does that make
1: sense to you? It does, and I would like to put words to the backside of it. I have experienced the peace, yes. I also have been experiencing especially for a few of the triggers that came up for me this past week I have experienced feeling initially um, anxiety fear anger and just this overwhelming sense of depression yet as the dots are connected in my head and and maybe I need to reach out to somebody you know in each moment it's like what do I need to do so I'm you know, putting one step first and then the next step rather than remaining in the cesspool. Yet what happens is, and this is what, you know, when I work with my clients too, one thing that I will share is we need to walk through it to get to it. I know you have heard that from me as well, Rebecca. But the thing is part of what's going on that a lot of people are still not too attuned to, but yet we talk about it as well the energies of the Divine Masculine and the Divine Feminine. So the Divine Masculine, we all carry both of these energies. And with the Divine Masculine energies, many of us, I mean, let's face it, if if you're older than six years old, you were born into a patriarchal structure, energetically speaking. We went into the matriarch July 22nd of 2015. So for all of us who were born into this patriarch energy, regardless of how great our home was or how great our parents were or the flip reverse, the thing is we are being challenged now to really dig deep and release this need of holding on to our ego Holding on to control, holding on to, oh, I've got this, I've just, I'm just all over this, and then it goes sideways. Well, the thing is, with the divine feminine, which is the left side of the body, the divine masculine is the right side of the body. So with the divine feminine, the divine feminine energy says, let go, allow, allow yourself to receive, be. And it's like in our minds, for me, I naturally go, you know, I throw it in high gear and run around the block several times. And then it's like, oh, okay, I don't need to do that. But what I, what part of my job is for myself is sit still with it. And the more we sit still with it as, regardless of how crunchy it might feel, the other side of that is peace. And. So with a few of my triggers this week, I experienced that. And I just wanted to put words to it because I'm following this lady. Um, I got introduced to her from a friend, um, a lady on Instagram who does these fabulous tarot card readings. And then she's also on one of the Patreon channels. Um, Her name is Kayla, but she goes under the title of Wicked Virgo Tarot, which sounds horribly nasty. But... She's very dialed in very succinct, and she's been doing a series about the divine masculine energies and how it affects us, and especially for those who really are not ready to evolve because they're still trying to maintain that control so It's been really a really good education. I really like what she says. And she's somewhere from the Midwest. She's got the Minnesota um, accent going (laughs) on, which is adorable. But she is just, she's direct. She calls it. She's one of our wonderful millennials. She's probably mid, late 30s. Married with, and she's got her fourth child. She has a baby. So when she's doing a YouTube recording, you hear the baby swing. Click, 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 click. (laughs) it's so cute it's like oh yeah i remember that but um but point being there is the peaceful side yes and there is the part that we are also being called to sit with us you know sometimes um oh golly well it was not too long ago a former client will call her what will we call her? I love the name Lois. We'll go with Lois. Lois had sent me a message. I know it just works. Um, Lois sent me a message and she asked me, okay, so I'm feeling all of these things, blah, 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 blah. And how do I, how do I, how can I get out of this and stop feeling it? I'm like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> well,
2: <laughs>
1: where do we begin? So I shared. I just shared a couple of things with her, you know, try A, B, and C. And in working with clients, you know, the more simple we can keep it, the better. And it's like three things is generally the best because, you know, we can – our brains can wrap around that a little bit better but the thing is this is life though it's not just because of oh it's the full moon oh mercury's retro whatever is going on it's not just that we still have to do our part well we don't have to ideally we would evolve and understand and learn okay i feel like crap today or this situation feels like crap so i'm going to sit with this And just, I'm going to send love to it. I'm going to ask God or creator, the universe, to send love. And I'm going to sit with this. And it feels very uncomfortable. But see, the divine masculine within us is releasing. And we're letting go. And we're releasing the need to have to control. So, because we're learning how to allow. And to allow the peace to come in. To allow the learning to come in. We're also allowing ourselves to learn about ourselves. We're also learning how to allow that love and the self-love that you were talking about, Rebecca. So I just wanted to put, add those words onto it because we do arrive at that place, but it's still important to do the work. And that is what we call doing the work. You you guys will hear Rebecca and I talk about that quite frequently, actually. Yeah. Yes, and we get to do the work too. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Which we, oh, I know yes, we talked we about do. that last week where it's, it's we you know, we have the experiences and sometimes we'll have a turnaround within a couple of hours where a client is basically asking for help and assistance on the exact lesson or experience we just went through. <laughs> but, yes. you know, God always takes care of everything, really.
1: So it's a good thing. Um, it is a good thing. It's a really good
0: thing. Really, really good thing. Uh, so let's see here. Um, just trying to think it's been such an interesting week. It really has. I feel like, uh, (laughs) I feel like the days have been really great. Uh, and there's been almost a sense of timelessness for me where I feel like I have enough time for everything that I need to do, that the things that I need to get done are falling into place. And you know, it's it's it, I don't know. It's it's really really interesting. I and I don't. Oh, let's see if I can describe this a little bit better. Okay, yes, I know the days are getting longer. <laughs> I, you know, as we're getting closer to, to summer and all of that, of course, you know, daylight staying longer. But there just has been this interesting observation of myself where when I keep pulling my energy back into now, into the now, because really the only moment we have is the present moment, right? You know, you you hear people talk about that. But it really is the truth that we can make plans for all kinds of things. And at the end of the day, the only moment we really truly have is right now. And we can go back and think about things from the past. We can anticipate things from the future. I know people talk about, Sadness and depression being looking at things from the past that didn't turn out the way that you wanted them to turn out. uh, Anxiety or fear, anticipating things that have not yet happened. Uh, And the thing is that, you know, we can put stuff on the calendar and hope that they're going to happen. But the real trick is to live right now. You know, there's that kind of a joke that they call, they, they call it the gift of the present. Yes. And I'm working harder on really making sure that I'm present in the moment. Because I'll tell you, I got to the point where I was really distracting myself. Okay, well, let me see what Instagram said. Oh, let me see what Facebook said. Oh, hey, I've got, I'm playing this game, and it's really cool. And I love these games. They're brain games, so I'm improving my brain. But, you know, when I, when I don't do the dishes, and instead I'm playing the brain (laughs) games on my phone, Um, (laughs) where is my self-care? Where is my self-care? Because for me, doing the dishes is one of the self-care things I do for myself. Not because I love doing dishes, although I really don't mind it. When I get my hands in the warm, sudsy water, it feels good. But I also know that when I'm done doing the dishes, I'm going to feel so much better that my kitchen is clean. And so mm-hmm. I realized that I really was distracting myself a lot and that I wasn't staying present with my kiddo, which, you know, I, every time I, I think about that, I go, Ugh, not work. I, you know, I joke around, I'm working on my mom of the year award. Oh, boy. I, usually I say that when I'm getting Starbucks from my kid for breakfast. Yep, working on my mom of the year <laughs> award, folks. Uh, <laughs> but but I, I'm learning to leave my phone at home. Like I went golfing today and I left my phone at home. And I, Stephanie, I know that's hard for you to believe. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm getting good Rebecca? at it. Rebecca, wow. Good. I, I know. I know. Most people are like, wow, did she ever put that thing away? Uh, I'm starting to do that more and more. My kiddo likes to go for drives. I'm starting to leave the phone at home if we go for a drive. Uh, I'm starting to disconnect from other people, places, things, that don't need my attention. I don't need my attention diverted from the person that I'm with. I want to be fully present with them as much as I possibly can be. And I'm even working yeah. on being more present with myself. So sometimes when I'm writing now or journaling or just doing my prayers, I mm-hmm. put the phone away. I put either I turn it off. And it feels really good, but it's, it, I think, you know, that's part of why I'm, I think I'm having these timeless moments, if you will, where I feel like, okay, I'm, I'm feeling the expansiveness of the moment, and it reminds me so much of, you know, little kids when you say, okay, you can play for five more minutes, and they're like,
2: yay, we got
3: five more minutes,
0: because they're so present. Like, that's a long time for them. And we're just going, yeah, I'm going to blink and the five minutes, are going to be gone. But it changes your awareness. And so, uh, anyway, I, I would challenge all of our listeners to, uh, to try that this week. I don't mean putting the phone away. <laughs> I just mean <laughs> trying to be really mindful and present in the moment. If you're in a meeting, really be in the meeting and keep your attention focused on everything around you. If you're talking to somebody, or having a meal with someone, really sit in their presence, really listen, and, and take everything in. And see if there's something about them that you can compliment. Because one of the things I'm noticing with my friends is with everything that's gone on with the pandemic and not being able to socialize much and all of that, I've noticed that because I don't get to hug my friends and tell them I love them all the time. You know, I still talk to them, but it's different. And I'm realizing that I'm not getting to say those things to them as frequently as I used to. I'm hoping it will come back again fairly soon. But I realize that if I remind them about something in themselves, that either inspires me or makes me feel good or you know something about them that I really appreciate or value. Uh, it shifts their energy. It kind of helps lift them up a little bit because uh, I think a lot of people have really been depressed and may not even have realized it. So any little thing that you can do, it, it really helps. Anyway. Uh, just some observations that I've had this week. It's It's been really, it's been a really good week. Um, interesting.
4: But but it's been a
0: really good week. Yeah. it, it, it I don't know. It, it's um, the surrendering thing you were talking about. You know me. I kicked and screamed <laughs> and fought that one for a long time. And yeah. it's like, wow, you know, the path of least resistance really is a simpler path. We just but, but the thing is, most of us don't know how to get out of our own way. And, and Stephanie, I know you know that I definitely didn't
1: want to get out of my own way for a long time. And
0: I'm still working on it. I'm still working on it, but:
1: uh, Well, you're amazing with yeah. it, and I'm just, oh, I think you. it's fantastic the journey you've had and where you used to be and where you are now, and it, you've definitely put in your work and everything. I think it's fantastic. Very happy well, for thank you you You're well, welcome. thank you
0: and i i I have to say right back at you cause, um you know I, you, you know just to our listeners, you know we're we're you know Stephanie and I have been through it, okay, let me just tell you <laughs> oh, just a little <laughs> bit know, we,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. just
0: a little bit, yeah, how facetious can we be, and can that, does that go out over the radio? I hope they understand that uh there's been some really big challenges, and yeah um. It's uh you know, and I, I something I have to say i'm i'm so I, I'm inspired by you and I'm really proud of you and um
1: oh,
0: thank you. I know that you have really been through it on so many different layers levels, layers, levels, both um, and it's I don't know, I mean, even just us doing the show together, you know a couple of years ago, I know you would have been like, oh no, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> 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 and, and, and you know, partly partly because of humility and partly because of, oh, no, no, I'm not going to do something that that's far that's that far out of my comfort zone. And it's like, no, look at you now. You're like, you're an old pro. It's awesome. So, yeah, and I'm grateful for you. You know, we always do our gratitudes. And I just wanted to say how much I'm grateful for you. And I know I say that, you know, sometimes on other shows too, but um, there is there is something about, knowing that somebody knows what you're going through.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: And the thing is that because what Stephanie and I do is so unusual and it's, I mean, yes, I know there are a lot of intuitive people and there are a lot of great psychics. God bless all of them. And thank you all for the work that you do. It helps all of us. Um, but when you find somebody who, who feels like family, who says, Oh my gosh, you went through that. I'm going through that right now. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I just went through that too. Or, Oh, really? Is this what I'm going to be going through next time? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but that's what's happened with us. And so it's, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm really happy to have landed here with you. I'm really
1: happy. And thank you. You're amazing. And I'm grateful. So grateful. Thank you. And likewise with you, Rebecca. I'm grateful you. for you and it's been an interesting journey and I'm just really happy that we are where we are, including with each other in this friendship. So I thank you for that. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And I have to <gasps> share very quickly. I pulled yes, a Rebecca thanks. this week <laughs> and in a good way, I pulled a Rebecca Uh-oh. So no, Uh-oh. and you'll appreciate this. So, so one day I just, I thought, Oh, good. I have 75 minutes I can do. And then, you know, here comes the list or whatever, you know, but it <laughs> it involved leaving the house. And so I, you know, grab my coat and everything and I leave the house and I got in the car and I knew immediately what I had just done. And I had a smile on my face. And I stayed gone for 75 minutes. The phone was on the kitchen counter. And there it stayed. And it was happily waiting for me when I returned. And it sounds so silly. Because once upon a time, we didn't have these things called cell phones. And now we do. And it's very much an integrated part of our lives. And it felt liberating. I felt happy to leave the house. And it was back home. And it was locked up and safe and waiting for me, but I had the best time without my cell phone. And it sounds crazy to say, but then I was giggling too. I was like the little kid that got away with something. Laugh, 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 laugh. Laugh the whole <laughs> way and then it's like, Oh, I pulled a Rebecca. Ha ha It'll be there. You know, and That's and so what, you, what was funny what was funny was It was no text messages had come through. There was nothing in Messenger. Everything was fine. And then it's like once, but the phone is like, oh, she's here. So now here they came, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Oh, she's back. Okay, here we go. Everything started blowing up then, but it was liberating. Interesting, mm-hmm. isn't it?
0: It, it? No, it really is, isn't it? Well, and, and, and so for those of you who don't know, I know some of you know my history, and, you know, God bless all of you. Um, I, I used to be a police and fire dispatcher. And so, you know, it's this interesting thing having had that perspective where you're answering 911 calls and you're giving pre-arrival instructions to people who are trying to resuscitate a loved one or, you know, I mean, that was the job. And so <laughs> I'll never forget when I stopped dispatching in public safety and I went to a school district and I was a substitute services technician, which meant basically I, I helped um, with the process of hiring substitute teachers and then I was the one who called the subs in the morning. So, you know, I had a really early morning job, which I loved. Um, and one day I ran out of substitute teachers. And the woman who had been doing the job before – before I was hired, always got stressed out about stuff like that. And so I said, well, I ran out of subs, now what do I do? And she said, how come you're not stressed out? I mean, I'm like, <laughs> and I looked at her and I'm like, what? And she said, why are you not stressed about the fact that you ran out of subs? What are you going to do? And I said, well, what do you mean why am I not stressed? And she said, why, how come you're not stressed out? I used, to talk, I used to get so stressed out. And I said, well, if I can't get a teacher in the classroom, no one's going to die. She's like, what? And I said, well, because, you know, I was a fire and police dispatcher. So there were calls where I knew if somebody didn't get there, this person might die on the phone with me. That's not what's Mm -hmm. happening. I'm waiting for somebody to go in and sit with some kids. God bless. The principal can go sit and babysit them until we get a teacher there. I mean, you know, no one's going to die. And so, you know, we get so comfortable with these things and feeling like, oh, my gosh, this is my lifeline. We think that the phones are our lifelines. They feel like they are. I mean, trust me, I've left my phone somewhere. Oh, my gosh, my world's going to end because I left my phone. And I finally came back to that perspective of, well, is anybody going to die? No, you left your phone. Well, what's the worst thing that will happen? The worst thing that will happen is I'll lose all the stuff that's in there that I didn't back up. So, okay, maybe I back my phone up more often than I used to, but it's not my life. And, and you know, the other thing is, as long as I know where my kid is and I know my kid is safe and I'm safe, I, nobody's going to die. So that's really helped me. And I've said that to clients, too, because they get stressed about things and it's like, well, is somebody going to die? Like, oh, no, it might feel like it. Mm-hmm. But that's not true. It's not the truth. So it is liberating, and it does feel like you're playing hooky a little bit, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> oh, very much so. Absolutely, yes.
0: <laughs> it, that's it what is. was it's so really fun funny. about it. Yeah, mm. it, it is. It's funny. It's like we got away with something. <laughs> I know. It's so fun. I know. It's so silly, but that's the, that's the world we live in now. I mean... Well, I probably shouldn't say this, but I'll say it anyway, because you know I'm old enough to know better and young enough to do it anyway. Uh, when I was a kid, we didn't have answer machines. When I was a little kid, there were no answering machines. Mm-mm. No. No. My dad and my dad was a university professor, and we were all trained on how to answer the phone. I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think my my phone etiquette was the first etiquette I ever learned. Oh. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, we didn't have answering machines. And they weren't answering machines. There was no voicemail. Uh so finally it was like, wow, we got an answering machine. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, things have changed. It's it's awesome and crazy at the same time. Anyway, listen, I'm going to give us yes, I'm going to give us a little plug. Um so if you would like to schedule a private session with Stephanie, her website is journeywithstephanie.com. My website is RebeccaFisk.com. If you decide you want to schedule a session, uh, you know, click on the links to our websites and uh, mention that you heard about us through the show, and you will be offered a discount on a session. And then um, let's see here. Uh, Well, gosh, we should get to a meditation. Do you feel like doing a meditation this evening?
1: Sure. We'll do another Peaceful, sweet, loving. Yes, let's do it. Okay, let's do that's it. awesome. That's awesome. Thank you. Okay, All right, I'm
0: going to be quiet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, so meditation this week. Let's focus on love. Let's focus on love to really invite in the beautiful sacredness of self-love. Because when we love ourselves first, we're a, stronger, we're a stronger medium, we're a stronger channel to share this love with the world. So there's a beautiful thing in Theta Healing, the pink cloud of compassion. And what we're going to do, first of all, we're just going to close our eyes, relax right where we are, whatever that might mean for you. And we're going to take a slow deep breath in and hold. And exhale very gently. Just feel your body relax. And now we'll take one more deep breath in. And hold. And release. Relax. And now right where we are, right where we're sitting, just imagine this beautiful cloud of pink. And we know that pink, for our meditation tonight, pink equals love. We're inviting this beautiful cloud of pink to come in and just settle in. Whether you want to bring it from the front or have it come from your head all the way down. Doesn't matter. We're bringing in this beautiful, beautiful energy of the pink cloud, also known as the pink cloud of compassion. We're going to allow ourselves to just sit with this and breathe it in and relax. And now we're going to invite in an iridescent color bubble, iridescent meaning a white shimmery bubble. And we're going to bring that in. We're going to bring this in from the top, from the top of our heads. Bring it down. And so as we're surrounded with the pink cloud of compassion, we have this beautiful bubble of light surrounding us. We are inside our own bubble of light. And just sit still with this and breathe and allow it to release all cords, all hooks, hardware, software, any remote viewing devices, anything that is not ours, anything that is not for our highest and best is now being released and sent back to the universe to be transmuted to love and light. And just feel this energy moving from the top of our heads, down through our head, down through our neck, across our shoulders, through our torsos, down through our hips, our legs, our feet. Also down our arms, our forearms, out through our fingertips. Really allow this love to saturate every cell of your beingness. It's healing our DNA, RNA, ENA, and our ancestral line, past, present, future. Just really marinate in this. Allow yourself to marinate. Release the divine energies that you may be bumping into. Release these things back to God, back to the universe. Allow yourself to feel this peace. Allow yourself to feel this joy. And now, right where we are, we're going to take another deep breath in. And hold. And lightly exhale. And we're going to take one more deep breath in. And hold. And exhale. And allow yourself to come to. Wiggle your fingers wiggle your toes and when you're ready open your eyes are
4: we back Rebecca? oh I hear
1: Garrett
4: I'm back. I hear Garrett.
1: <laughs> we finally hear Garrett
4: I stopped eating broccoli long enough I'm so sorry everybody you had to hear me chew <laughs>
1: It sounded tasty.
4: It was well, very good. Well, you know
1: what this is, live radio. <laughs> exactly. And, exactly. And you do have to eat. You do have to eat. Yeah,
4: so. That's true. But yeah, I don't totally. have to eat That's in right. your ear. I just didn't see the button. I'm sorry. Anyway.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? Um, it's okay. It's okay.
4: Okay. okay. So um, the good news is we've got a bunch of callers tonight, and, and several of you I've not pre-screened yet, so I'll be coming to do that shortly. Ladies, are you ready for some callers? Okay.
0: Yay! I am
4: ready. Are you ready, Stephanie? I am ready. ready. We might end up having a couple of new first-time callers, and we've got some familiar friends who are calling back in. But our first caller tonight is Tim. He's calling about his job. Tim, you're live with your Sunday Psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Hi,
0: Tim. Hi.
4: Thanks
0: for taking the call. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? You're so welcome. We're doing great. How can we help you tonight?
4: Sure. I just wondered if there were any words or tips from Spirit about any new opportunities coming my way. I've been working on doing the inner work, so trying to ground, trying to uh, set intentions, do a little meditation, you know, trying to stay in the flow, trying to vibrate on that frequency to bring some things in. I was just curious what Spirit had for me. Okay.
0: Well, first of all, good job on the work. And I do see that. Uh, it, it's interesting too that I also see there have been some abrupt things that have happened. So it's like you've been very intentionally on this path, which is beautiful. And I feel like there is, there's been a lot of divine grace around you with this. Uh, but it's almost like there have been times when you're moving forward and you've kind of got this little message that you should wait a second. And the energy of it is as if somebody blazes through a red light in front of you, like, and you're, you're grateful and you stop because you know, you would have been in their path. So this is, an, this is a, a figurative example, but there have been several, I want to say there have been several instances in your life. I want to say in the last six months or so, or since June, the number six seems somehow significant with this, but, but things that, that happened that were fairly abrupt, that you were like, whoa, okay, wait a minute. And then you just, you kind of get your bearings again, and then you keep going. And so I love the resilience that you're showing and that you are staying um, in your perseverance with this, that your intention really is to learn how to stay more centered and stay peaceful. Um, You are a gentle soul anyway, have always been a gentle soul. Uh, But it's the first time that you're giving yourself permission to really surrender into that compassionate heart that you have. You've always been kind. You've always been polite, friendly, cordial, all of those things. Uh, But I feel like you the compassionate heart comes back to yourself that you've always kind of presented yourself out in the world in a way that you've been kind to others and have always given people the benefit of the doubt and it's fairly recent that you're actually giving yourself permission uh, to say no thank you or to say let me take a pause and think about this and sit with it and see how it feels so there's an honoring that's really been happening for yourself um, you know, self-respect, self-love boundaries. Uh, and I feel like the, some of this you kind of practiced for a while, but it was always the, the, the energy of, okay, I'm going to put my toe in and see how it feels, but okay, I'm going to pull my foot back. Okay. Let me try putting my toe in again. I'm going to pull my foot back. And so now you're finally like, no, this is, I belong in the pool. <laughs> so. You know, I just want to, I really want to um, acknowledge all of that. I think it's really wonderful. Uh, I am hearing August is significant for you. So as far as the work stuff, it it feels kind of like you've shown up with everything. You've been putting the energy out there. and, And I actually have this image of you kind of sitting in this room that looks like it's an interview room and you're sitting and you're waiting and they haven't shown up yet. And you're like, okay, well, am I supposed to wait here or am I supposed to move on to something else? So the thing is, it's like be patient but continue being diligent because there are some opportunities coming. I feel like it's really important that you get very clear about what it is you want to create because, you know, we always go create with God. And I feel like because you are humble in the way that you are, it almost feels like, okay, well, I'll show up and I just am going to – Show up and do whatever God brings to me. And the reality is you get to have what you want. You get to do what you want. And there's a part of you that feels very childlike that still feels like you should just surrender and give in to whatever shows up. And it's like, no, you get to do what you want. So get really clear about what you want your life to look like. Where do you want to be working? What kind of environment? What kind of people are you working with? What kind of work specifically are you doing? What kind of money are you making? And how does it make you feel? And when you start engaging with all of those things, start thinking about those elements Start thinking about what that feels like and then start looking for opportunities that are in alignment with that. You're going to be really pleasantly surprised. Not so surprised, but it's, it's, it's going to feel magical when this, these things start falling into place for you. And the reality is you've done the work. You are ready. You are ready. And, and if you think about it, you know, August isn't that far. That's like what, June, July, August, three months. So whatever it is you want to create in your life, um you know, start focusing on it and getting really clear about it because that's just right around the corner, so you know, thank you so much for uh you know letting me answer the question i'm going to turn it over to stephanie uh and I'm sure she has a contribution to make as well
1: hi tim wonderful, wonderful about you grounding getting in tune with yourself setting your intentions for the highest and best one thing i would suggest or recommend is that on the new moon which is coming up i believe it's the 10th of this month hard to believe that's Mm -hmm. only eight days away set your intentions Write, put pen to paper i teach everyone to do this write down your affirmations but i want you to preface each of the affirmations with the word of either, the phrase of either I am or I have. I am gainfully employed now. I have the job of my dreams. I am, and you, so follow that process. You're following the thinking there. That's the first thing. The second thing is this, what I would suggest is to call in that which will match your frequency and higher. So one of the people that I love, well, one of the energies I call in, especially during a time of manifestation, is Archangel Michael. Okay, Archangel Michael, please bring to me blank, whatever it is. Please bring to me this right and perfect place of employment. Anyway, ask for it to be brought to you. You know, in our thinking, especially as humans and humanity in general, we feel like we have to work. We feel enslaved to the process of getting work, getting this, getting that. And the thing is, we don't have to do that. We do have to put in our work, absolutely, as doing your research. Figuring out what would you like to create and manifest for yourself okay God okay Archangel Michael please bring this to me and bring it to me now and then the trick though is to release your expectation of it allow the universe to fulfill so that's also enlisting the power of the divine female energies the divine feminine allow yourself to receive so when i look at the timeline of what may happen for you very soon here i'm getting two different things or two different but they're still in alignment believe it or not with what rebecca said which that happens to us often so the first thing i'm seeing is it looks like you will be employed about a month from now and sometimes that first position is actually the door greaser or the stepping stone that takes us to the next position. So be somewhere between now and a month from now, you will find something. And it starts out as something. Like, okay, let me just start riding this bicycle again. This is what I need to do. And while you're doing that, You can also continue to search because it feels like, and and this I think is just the process when we're doing for ourselves, it's like the universe hears us responds and says, okay, Tim, well, how about this one? How about this one? So continue to set your sights, stick with your manifestation list, always be creating and great, you know, Always remember to be in gratitude, be grateful for what is, be grateful for this time right now to spend the time with yourself to reflect and think about what is it that I would like to do. Because sometimes jobs, we simply need that paycheck. And it's like, okay, but you can still be particular. You can still write down all of the intentions behind that. So, again, I see you working as soon as one month from now. And that leads you to the next position, which actually starts in August. And I'm getting a more specific timeline of by mid-August. So that's what comes through for you. Thank you for your call tonight, Tim.
4: There we go. Thank you, Tim. Have a good night and keep us posted. Next call is also about work. This is coming from Felicia. Cheer live with your Sunday psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please.
3: Hi. How
1: are you ladies doing today? Very well, thank you. How are doing you? great, thanks. Not bad at all. I just would like to know,
0: um, I'm going to start looking for uh, a new job soon, and um,
1: I just wanted to know, what do you see? for me. Sure. Sure. Okay. Just like Tim, the previous caller, I strongly suggest that on the new moon, which is the 10th of May, write out your manifestation list and literally put pen to paper and preface each phrase with either I am or I have. I am now employed with blank company. I have the job of my dreams. Be very specific, and then keep that list. Keep it. So first of all, focus on that. Secondly, clarity on your part, um, that, that will help you to gain more clarity about what it is that you do want because there's a part of you that you feel like you're still searching or maybe you have that one ideal company in mind but not absolutely certain. And then finally, in terms of when you will when you will have achieved your clarity and you move on to that right and different place i'm getting a timeline here for you one second one of the modalities i do is called spiritual response therapy and it's using a pendulum to gain clarity and i'm asking if it's weeks or months it comes through as months it's under just under two months that's not that far away so we're looking at early to mid-summer when you are finally gainfully employed in this new position. So right now, again, be in gratitude Good. for the time that you have and for the research that you can do to help make this happen. So I'm going to hand you over to Rebecca, Alicia. Thank you for your call Thank tonight. Thank you. You're that welcome.
0: That was the best. Okay. Thank you. Uh-huh. You're all, okay, you're welcome. Okay. Good. All right. And so, Good. so first of all, you know, you're somebody who, when you when you want something, you go after it.
3: And yes, I, I do. And I feel
0: like I feel like the work that you've been doing, um, you haven't been valued. Like you, you feel like you're undervalued or you're taken for granted. Um, and so, the other thing that comes through is. You know, give yourself permission to do what you want. I get the impression that there may be something else you would really rather be doing, and it might be something that you need to get a certificate for or you want to get a certificate for. And so what comes up is, you know, if you want to do that, give yourself permission to do it. Uh, It feels like it might be a six-month program. I'm hearing probably done by December. Or the end of December and you know because it's so funny I, I care, I'll i never forget I was talking to somebody and this person is really really good at science and medicine and they're doing a type of physical therapy and you know at one point we're having this conversation and I finally said you know you're so knowledgeable why didn't you want to become a doctor, become a doctor? and they said well because I didn't want to spend that many years in school and it's like well but that many years from now you're still going to be here and you're still going to be that age but you might have you you know so you have an opportunity like some people say I don't want to spend so much time doing that okay but when you get to be that age you can either have taken the time and the energy to do exactly what you want or not and so for you it's like you're really good at what you do you learn really fast you tend to be better at what you do than the people around you, and you don't get recognized for it. And so I feel like you've been very frustrated with where you've been so far. And so that's why I'm saying whatever this is, whatever this schooling is or the certificate or whatever that is, you know, go ahead and give yourself permission to do it because it means you get to do something that you love to do and you're going to be valued. It might even be something where you end up doing, like, your own business or something. But it's like you you get to get out of that place of other people, you know, either being jealous of you or making you feel like you're not good enough because they just don't know what you know. I feel like you run run into people's egos a lot because you're really comfortable with who you are. And you're somebody who, if you put your mind to something, you make it happen. That's the way you are. Yes, so, ma'am, you are right. So, and God bless you. <laughs> you know, it's you like everybody so right needs now. a friend who's as inspirational because, you know, seriously, you're like, well, I want to do that. I'm going to learn how to do it and I'm going to do it. And so, um, you know, I, I just really, really want to strongly encourage you to give yourself permission to do this thing because it will change your life. So whatever this is, I mean, it, it it comes across as like even event planning or something where you go and you get a certificate. You could start your own business. You know, I don't know what it is exactly, but you're really really good with details. And you remember, like when you're talking to somebody and you get to know a few things about them, you remember everything. It's like, oh no, don't give that person black tea. They like coffee with cream and sugar, and they want the extra sugar cube on the side. Like you remember everything. <laughs> yes. So, you so are right. anyway, so so do what you love, and 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 it's it's like I'm excited for you because really, you're in this perfect place right now to get to do something completely different. So. Go make your dreams come true. Give yourself permission to do what you love. It's going to be awesome, and, and but you have to promise you will call us back and let us know how you're doing. Okay? I will.
3: I most certainly will. You, you ladies are the best. Yes, I will. I will because you know, the reading that you're giving me now is very different. You know, and I love I love the uh, motivation quotes. So after the show, I will we uh, listen to the we
0: listen to the show again. All right, but I love it. I am going to go, I'm going to
3: follow my heart this time. Good.
0: Good. You're right.
3: Okay, thank you. All right,
0: Felicia, thank you so much for calling in. All the best you love. Take care.
4: Thank you, Felicia. Also, a reminder, you can download the show on Apple's iTunes and as a podcast. And the, if you are getting a reading like Felicia said, go back and re-list to the reading that they're giving to you afterwards. You're going to pick up things and you can make some notes. Um, next caller is Randy, and Randy's calling for more of a general reading tonight. Randy, you're live with your Sunday psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please.
0: Hi. Hi, Randy. How are you? How can I help tonight? How can we help? <laughs> I was just wondering what you're pick, picking up for me, what the what spirit is giving me at this time. Okay. All right. So this is Rebecca. And so, Randy, you know, the first thing is, you know, I want you to just take a breath. Because I feel like, you know, you're somebody who every single day you go, okay, I got a new day. I'm going to do the best I can do with this day. Um, but it feels like you, it just feels, I feel like there's defeated energy here. And I know that you do your best every single day, but you're, I, my impression is that you're just, you're tired. And you want to feel like there's more support around you, but sometimes it just does not feel that way. And especially with everything that's been going on, it's like I feel like you've kind of been trying to to, to manage things on your own without a lot of support. And And I just feel like right now, energetically, you're a bit depleted because of that. And so, you know, first of all, I want to say, It's okay to feel that way. You know, you try to be a good example for everyone around you, which is one of the reasons that you always tell yourself it's okay, tomorrow's another day, I'm going to do my best, I'm going to try to be positive. You always try to do that, and that's beautiful But you do need a little break, and the part of you that's feeling defeated really wants to be recognized. It's like it's okay to feel sorry for yourself for a little bit or let yourself grieve or let yourself be frustrated or let yourself be angry. We don't want to live there, but you have to go through the feelings to to get beyond them, to get to the other side. And, And so I just really want to encourage you to start finding something joyful every day. Do something that's fun or joyful. Give yourself permission. Because I feel like you do a lot of things for other people, but if you don't have time to do something for yourself, it's like, ah, it's okay, I'll just do that later or tomorrow. But you need to fill your own tank first. And so that's what I'm really feeling for you is that it's time for you to start finding things that are joyful in your life. And, and I'm not saying that you're not grateful for what you have. I do feel like you feel very grateful. But I will tell you, you know, I try to find something every single day to be joyful about, whether it's, you know, flowers that are blooming when I take a walk or uh, if it's taking a bath because it makes me feel calm and, and peaceful and 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 nourished somehow. You know, the warm water just makes me feel comforted. Um, if I feel like I, I need some laughter, uh, I'll turn on something on the television that's really funny and makes me laugh. Um, but I really feel like it's important for you now to give yourself permission to have some joy and some laughter in your life, whatever that is, and that it be something that's just for you. Um, you know, I have clients who will say, well, I like hanging out with my grandchild, and that's really good, and that makes me laugh, and it makes me feel joy. Well, that's really good, but you're still giving energy to your grandchild. So this has to be something that's just for you. It could be taking a nap, taking a bath, taking a walk, um, you know, going to the beach. Something that's just for you every day. I really feel like that will help. Um, the other okay. thing is, you know, remember that you always have angels around you. You know, and there are there are those that are our guardian angels. Like, if you're driving the car and it's like you need to stop, and because there's, you know, you're avoiding an accident, and you kind of get this little voice that says stop. Um, You know, there's that that kind. And then there are other angels also who are not allowed to intercede on our behalf unless we ask. So if you start each day with angels that are in, you know, that are here to work on my behalf, thank you. And please intercede on my behalf. I'm having a hard time. I need to feel supported. Um, bring, you know, something into my life that lets me know you're there, whether it's a phone call from a friend, uh, whatever it is. But ask them, just ask them to intercede on your behalf for your highest good, and they will do that, and you will see synchronicities happening. You really will. It's one of those things Thank where um, I know for me if I get really sad and I'm just like, oh, I just need some help right now. I just really, really need some help, and I don't know what to do. Because I get that into that place too, trust me. Um, and mm-hmm. I have to tell you that when I do that, when I give it to God and I ask the angels to help me, I, 100% of the time, within about half an hour usually, somebody close to me will call and say, you know, I just got the feeling I should call you. Are you doing okay? So. Mm-hmm. It's, it's okay. It's also okay to ask for help. I feel like that's not something that's easy for you. And, it, you know, think about how you feel when somebody asks you for help and you can help them. Think of it, you know, think of asking for help as an opportunity that you're giving to someone to feel good about themselves. We all want to help. So if you can look at it that way instead of, oh, I don't want to feel needy because I know that's kind of where you go. If you can put it back into this place of I feel so good when I help someone in need, I'm going to give somebody else that opportunity and I I need the help right now. Okay. Does this all make sense to you? Yeah. you're, You're such a sweet soul. You are such a sweet soul. So let, let some more love in, okay? And I'm going to turn it over to Stephanie. I'm sure she'll have some more insight for you. Wishing you all the best, Randy.
1: Thank you. Hi, Randy. Hi. Thank you for calling in. Okay, so everything that Rebecca said, one thing that I am seeing for you to work on, in a sense, is your self-doubt. And part of this is simply being human. It's just one of the many things we get to experience. And I think it's growing and developing with you Is you're paying more and more attention to what we call that gut feeling and to learn how to trust that gut feeling. So where I'm seeing the doubt is when you're going through your process and, listen, we all do this, this new idea comes in and it's like, oh, that can't be true. That's, no way. No way. And yet the idea keeps lurking and nagging and and nagging. You know, it can be a feeling about doing something or maybe you want to do something and you're getting the feeling of doing it the point here is learning how to trust yourself more and so this is where we can connect the make the connection i should say of doubt over to trust and this is the part of you that i'm seeing you've likely had this for a long time yet there's a lot of self-doubt like oh no 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 and that gets stuffed down a little bit Look, understandable. I think all of us have done that. And we understand that language. So begin to trust. Listen to yourself. Um, Part of, I spoke about this at the beginning of the show, the divine masculine, the divine feminine. Allow yourself. Learn how to just, you know, even if it's for 20 seconds, to sift your thoughts, even if they're going every which way but loose. Just sit through that and say, okay, now, that's all done. I'm going to put you off to the side. Now, I'm coming back to center, and I'm asking the universe, I'm asking God for this one specific clarity. What is it that I need right now? So during those moments of self-doubt, I would highly suggest to also connect with what we did in the meditation, the pink cloud of compassion, or just simply a pink cloud, bringing in the energy of love because that is the strongest, highest frequency, it's a gift to the planet, it's a gift to humanity. So I would recommend doing that, and this will help you, because this is affecting all areas of your life. That's why the question marks over here, over there, and so on. And so the more you can bring yourself back to center, and doing it with these Very simple ways. It's just that we have to remind ourselves, oh, let me sit for 20 seconds. I'm going to sit in the pink bubble here, and I'm better now. So develop that habit. It's a really cool way to nurture yourself, support yourself, so that you can trust where your right foot is going to land, which is right back on the ground.
4: All
2: right?
1: That made a lot of sense. Thank you so much. Beautiful. Thank you, you're Randy. are welcome. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
4: Have a great Thank night. You, and our next caller is Jacqueline, and she's calling about finances. Jacqueline, you're live with your Sunday psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please.
2: Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Stephanie.
1: Hi, Jacqueline. How can we help you tonight? Yeah, I'm just
2: trying to find out. Um, I'm, I'm ready to, like, get my finances, like, together so that I can make a move. And a lot of things is happening at once, but I'm doing the work. I'm just trying to figure out how to get a handle on everything so I can move forward.
1: Sure. Okay. The first thing that comes to mind, especially as you're talking, I know that Rebecca talked about this on a different show, and it's this. First of all, the the finances, money, is an energy when we Mm -hmm. look at our body centers we know that the sacral chakra is the place of all creativity okay Mm -hmm. so that being said one of the mantras that rebecca had shared and this is extremely powerful is money loves me money loves me and so again When we ask, we receive. There's this trained part in our culture where we feel like we have to sit and wait and sit and wait and beat ourselves up about it. Whereas we can go to God, we can go to the universe and just say, okay, here's the thing. Um, Here's my needs, this is my goal and Archangel Michael, please bring it to me, bring it to me now. And then we detach from that knowing that this is going to be fulfilled and allow that, so all of that being said, the timeline that I'm getting for your move, you're looking to do this by the end of june i I don't see you waiting any more than two months in terms of your finances let's let's say it's the date is July first in terms of your finances for July first. You would have everything you need and more. Even if you wanted to move by June the 1st, you will have most of your finances. You would likely have, what I'm getting is that you would have about 80% of what you're seeking. So continue to understand that money is energy. I would say yeah, right,
2: and, and 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 what mm-hmm. you're picking up in June,
1: I have an apartment that I'm trying to rent. June. Ah, okay, okay.
2: Yes, so so the, the apartment that I'm renting, um, is on my first floor. I didn't know that they were going to move, but they moved. They bought a house. Um, and my plans how that time really is to meet you. Move out of my apartment and move into a, a house that I'm actually taking care of right now, Instead of okay. everything and just move in there. So this kind of threw me back that now I have to rent an apartment first before I do anything else. But where um, I wanted was is the work that needs to be done on the house. And 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 it's true. I, I I I am kind of lucky with like when I need money, I always find a way to have it. Like, just when I really need it, I always have, like, a little cushion to get it, but it's like, then I got to start all over again, and I'm just trying to figure out what it is, is am I limiting myself by just wanting to have just enough, or what, because I should have more, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not a spendaholic, I should have more.
0: Okay, I I hope everybody don't mind, I want to jump in. (laughs)
1: Yes, go for it, go for it, Rebecca.
0: (laughs) All yours. Okay. So, so Jacqueline, so here's the thing. So, um, I, I get a resounding yes with everything that Stephanie has said, but I I also see that there will be another move for you. But this other move is going to be everything that you wanted. It's almost like, okay, where you're going now is a great place for you, and it kind of boosts you up a little bit. It's a little bit – it feels more relaxed. It feels a little more supportive. But it, it feels like it's still another step before you get to go exactly where you want to go. And as far as the money thing, um, it's, you know, okay, so – I don't know if you know who Susie Orman is, but Susie Orman always says, pay yourself first. Mm -hmm. 10% off of any time. Every time you get any money, you give yourself 10% first. And I have so many people say, yeah, but I have to pay this bill, and I owe this person that money, and they should get it. No, that person should get it. It's like, why should they get the money before you when you're the one who's working for the money? So I really want to strongly encourage you, to start paying yourself first, the way Susie Orman says. Every time you get any kind of money, 10% goes off the top and it's yours. It goes and it gets put into a savings account. And you don't touch it. You make do with with the the rest of it. If it means you have to pay a little bit less towards other things or, you know, but this is what's going to help you kind of change your energy around money. It's, um, I feel like you're not a materialistic person. But having the things that you love does not make you a materialistic person. You know, even Oprah talks about if it doesn't make you feel loved and it doesn't bring you joy, get rid of it. Keep the things around you that add quality to your life. So, you you know, if you want to save your money a little longer before you buy something that you really want versus just getting something to make do, do that. You know, but this is about, you You know, money is an energy. And, you know, I, I jokingly say money loves us. It does love us. Energy in the universe is just energy in the universe. It's available to support us. Really, truly, is available to support us. So money wants to support you and it wants to be available to you. I have a, I have, I told a friend of mine this visualization and I said, well, money wants to come and live with you and all of its relatives want to come and live with you. (laughs) And all of their Mm -hmm. relatives Mm -hmm. want to come and live with you. So if we, if we kind of think about that for a moment, that really there is a limitless amount of abundance and wealth in the world. That is the truth. If we start embracing that idea, it shifts our reality. And so.
2: Yeah, well, I, a I look of at other... money. I look at money completely differently from my husband. I really do, and I I can kind of understand what you're saying. You know, in terms of like like money coming to me. Mhm. You know, I can so, I, I can understand about the shit. Yes. So
0: so. There's a couple of other analogies that I want to give you as well. And these have seemed to help mm. other clients. So people say money doesn't mm. grow on trees, but it is made out of paper. At least the, the mm. paper denominations are. And then the other thing is when I talk about it being limitless, you know, when we get up in the morning, we do not go drive to the beach to check to see if the tide came in. We know the ocean is there. We know there's going to be high tide and we know there's going to be low tide. But we trust that it's going to come in and it's going to go out and it's going to come in and it's going to go out until the end of time. And money is a similar frequency. It shows up in the world in a different way. But it comes in and it goes out and it comes in and it goes out. And it is in the same ebb and flow as everything else in the universe. And so when we start connecting with that energy and understanding that it will continue to come in, and it will go out, and it will come back again, and it will go out, and it will come back, then there is, there is a calmness about surrendering into that flow and understanding that law of the universe. And so the more that you can kind of embrace that, the more things will change for you. Again, paying yourself first, knowing it's okay to, what you, to want what you want. Um, I follow a spiritual teacher called Ama and you know, they call her the hugging saint. And somebody asked her a question at one point about wanting something specific, and she said, you know, God doesn't care if you drive a Honda or a Mercedes. Drive what makes you happy because God wants us to live in joy. And so we get to have a joyful experience with money if we allow the idea that it's possible. So start playing with that. You know, start telling yourself money loves me. And play with that and visualize what that would look like if you had so much money coming into your house, you couldn't keep up, you don't have enough room for all the money in your house. We can can play with that and make it a joyful, playful energy. It's time for you. You've worked really hard for a long time. It's time for you to get to have a more joyful, abundant life. And I feel like you're ready. So yes, very definitely. small changes will make a big difference for you. But yeah, again, I see that I see that the change Stephanie's talking about and then I see another move. I, I wanna say it's at least a year or so from now, maybe next spring or after, might even be the following year, but there will be a more permanent change that is really much more in alignment with what you want. That's that's what comes up. So you'll have to keep us posted, Jacqueline. Let us know. Okay.
4: I thank know. you, Jacqueline. Thank you, thank you for being the, right, thank you
0: tonight. For the call tonight.
4: We've got about seven minutes left. Still have a bunch of folks on the line. Thank you for holding. We're going to get to as many of you as we can. Our next caller is Alyssa. Alyssa, you are live with your Sunday psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please.
3: Hi, Hi, Alyssa. Hi.
0: How are you you guys? Hi.
4: Great. Doing well.
0: (laughs) How can we help you tonight?
3: Well, um, it's so weird. My life... um, I about two years ago started just making changes in my life. Went um, went go of like the negative things that didn't serve me no more and that, um, you know, was just bringing me down. And I've made it a lot of changes in my life. Um, I I'll, I'll just be honest. I was um, I was on drugs um, and I put myself in treatment. And, um, I've been clean for two and a half years. And so I had to let go of all of that, all of the old stuff that came along with that, you know? Oh, and, and so I, I thought I was, um, in a good place and everything was going good. And then, um, my, the, where the place where I was living, uh, didn't want to renew my lease. Well, I thought it would be easy to find another place to live. And I've been looking for three months and like either my credit's too bad or, um, or, you know, like, or my, my background doesn't come back clean or something. And so every place has denied me. And, okay. but I have a, I have 11 year old son and the de- yeah. Department of Family Services came and took him from me because, um, I don't have stable housing. And, okay. um, and i'm just a stressed out mess okay and i can i can understand that completely
0: well first of all kudos to you for getting yourself healthy and god bless you um that is that is i i my hats off to you i'm just i'm inspired by that and god bless you so much for that mm-hmm. um you know, so the thing is, I do see that you will have something. I'm, I'm getting that something later this month is going to come through for you. So my impression is that it may come through like the last week to to sometime. I, I'm hearing either May twenty third, twenty second, twenty third, something, twenty first, somewhere around there. But the latter part of the month, you will get news that there will be something for you for June first. Okay? Um, okay. So the so the other thing that I want to suggest, I I, I want to um suggest is you know ask I, I I want I feel like there's there should be some type of services available to support you with your child and this situation and um, yeah, you know we
2: of course
3: seeing, I'm sorry Um, I said you would think that there would be and you would think that the Department of Family Services would be try, like you know trying to help me find a place or and and they're not. Okay, so the other feel- question that I have and I I don't know,
0: but but you know, with the whole thing with COVID and I know in some places um yeah. no, landlords can't evict tenants right now, but I don't know if that's continuing or not. I don't know if they've lifted
3: that. Um Yeah, well it, it's weird because my landlord did um she told she told me I um had to be out by the 31st. Well, I didn't have a place to go, so I have just stayed here. And I haven't received any papers, any eviction notice, anything like that. And so, I mean, it must be because of COVID. Yeah, it's
0: possible. But but in that case, there's no reason for you to not have your child with you. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so... so yeah, so, so my whole thing is I, I get that you will be in a place. I'm seeing you move for June 1st is my impression. And that will be a fairly mm-hmm. quick thing, but it'll, it'll be a place that's good for you, and I do see your child with you. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, and I'm seeing that it may take another week or so with what I'm hearing for you to have your mm-hmm. child back, but I feel like he's coming back. He's not going to be gone long. Oh. Um, that, that's my impression. And um, and keep breathing. You, you're going to get through this, love. You are going to get through this. You have, you know, the. It, 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 ah. you have already done the hardest part, okay? You've done the hardest mm-hmm. part. And I want to tell you, you know, the will of God will never lead you where the grace of God cannot keep you. So there is, for whatever reason that this is happening, I don't know why it's happening. I do know it's for God's greatest good. And I will be praying for you Um, it's going to get better. Hang in there. Don't give up. Let yourself feel the sadness that you're feeling right now and get it out of your system. Have a good cry. Get frustrated. Get angry. Get it out of your system. You know, spend it half an hour, an hour, and then come back to knowing that there's a reason and that your son is coming back to you and it it is going to be okay. All right. So let me turn it over to Stephanie. And God bless you, hon.
1: Thank you. All right. <clears throat> I see a very similar timeline as Rebecca, should you actually have to move, have to move, and it's going to be somewhere between the 1st and the 10th of June, and the, the time that your child is away from you is very, very temporary, because throughout Rebecca's reading, I actually see your son with you. I don't see that he's gone and it's like with a t- with this temporary uh, place and time going on for the situation for what it is another way of looking at it is it's giving you um, not just a deep breath and, and yes there's pain associated and with that pain comes the growth because you're in a pressure cooker cooker being forced to release the residual energies of your life previous to how it is now. So continue to allow yourself to release that. I see your son joining you sooner than later. I really do. Mm -hmm. So continue to set that intention. Talk with him. I know you do all the time, out loud even. Mm -hmm. His soul can hear you. So continue that connection and, you know, make his bed or whatever. You know, continue to manifest his presence with you. He's already with you on one level, but he'll be back. All right. Thank you so much for your call tonight. Thank you.
4: And Alyssa, real quick, um, check with your local United Way agency for housing assistance. They may be able to assist you. Um time to say goodbye, ladies.
1: Okay. Like bye. Okay. Bye.